Welcome back to episode 12. You know, I, uh, I don't know if I tell anybody this or not, but it's, it's, you know, this is probably our latest podcast we put together, uh, and not literally meaning like episode 12, but as in it is like 8 o'clock at night on a Friday right now. What? We're partiers, man. Whew, we stay you. up late. We, yeah. we do podcasts at 8 p.m. Yeah. My bedtime was at 7. Yeah. It's true, actually. Really it is. really is. It's, well, it's sometimes six. Yeah. Anyways, past my bedtime, so I'm not responsible. Yeah, we're we're definitely not responsible entirely for everything we say in this podcast. I think that is that is that a good disclaimer? Yeah. Actually, viewer better, discretion. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Actually, the better disclaimer is this: this podcast may offend some people, but that's okay. That's a dove edge way. It is. <laughs> it really I is. like that. It really is. <laughs> no, Put that um, on a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I mean, for real though, we're we're talking about emotionalism in worship, and boy, what a wide topic. And, you know, and it being that wide, there are so many areas we, we're going to cover, but we try to do our best to keep it concise, but and not too long. We may come back to this later you know, in another podcast. This um, is a very widespread, uh, very, very, because uh, you've, you've definitely seen it. I can guarantee there there's about a near guarantee that you may have you may have actually been involved in it. You may have seen it. You may have been indirectly uh, influencing it uh, and not even know it. But that, that's that's the difference of having the understanding or wisdom of something versus just kind of going through motions. Right. Um, and uh, you know, I guess the first the first thing I want to really kind of bring to attention is what is the difference between the Holy Spirit and any other spirit out there? And, you know, in this 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 uh, this this episode requires the understanding of being able to discern between god and either man-made things or or uh even or even uh demonically influenced things that seem to be good mm-hmm. um kind of like sugar-coated deception. rotten apples if you will you know mm-hmm. but yeah deception the illusions of love yeah illusion so let, let's let's just jump straight into uh, galatians chapter 5 verse 22 and 23 um it, it, this is about as simple as it gets when it comes to recognizing who the Holy Ghost is. Number one, first, I'm going to say this. I've heard it so many times in, the, in, in over history. The Holy Spirit is not an it. Yeah, like yeah. it's an object. Yeah, he is not an object. He is not something you control. No. Um, he is not a ATM where you walk up and say, I need, I want, I get. No. On your time, on your convenience. Yeah, no. He is a person. He is God. Uh, you know he he's part he's part of the 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 Trinity if you will, yeah. You know, he is God and he is not he is not someone that you can manipulate. Nope. So if any of those terms apply, then it's simple. You're just not working with the Spirit of God. So you know if you find yourself manipulating things to get your way for something, not the Holy not Spirit. God, not the Holy Spirit. You find yourself trying to control something, which goes back to manipulation, still not the Holy Spirit. So, you know, so one of the easiest, simplest ways that we can understand this is, uh, as Paul kind of put it in a real simple way in Galatians chapter five, verse 22 to 23, he says this, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control against such things. There is no law. If we were to put this in a modern sense of a way to understand, um, if you've ever seen the movie, the matrix where uh, Neo is in basically a loading scene where it's just him and Morpheus and it's just a bunch of white space, mm-hmm. the void, the void, right? 
uh, all of a sudden things start to load up. You know, all the guns and whatnot. Yeah, just well, appear. Yeah, just appear. Well, that's kind of how the Holy Spirit works in some ways because he just brings things to truth. You know, it brings things to a, re- to a reality. Right. But those real and, and nothing else holds against those, the laws. You know, there's nothing that... The Spirit of God is... Not that he would circumvent um, God's laws, if you will, but, but what he can do is, is, is there is nothing that he does that would be against the laws. Therefore, none of those laws can ever be in opposition to him. Right. Yeah, so... So, you know, but so if there's no, if there's no love, if there's no joy, if there's no peace, if there's no forbearance or otherwise known as uh, patience, uh, there's no kindness, no goodness, no faithfulness, no gentleness and self-control. It's not the spirit of God. And here's the thing. All those, all those elements will be present. Yeah. It won't be like one or the other. Not just one or the other. If there's one missing, then the whole thing cancels out. Right. So, you know. With with this fundamental scripture in mind, uh, we we can move forward with talking about some of the. We're going to be sharing personal experiences tonight uh, on some of the things that we have seen in our lifetime, mm-hmm. uh, where people really thought it was God, but truly it wasn't. And 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 the only way you know this is is by seeing the lack of certain fruits. Um. One of the ones that I can that I personally call out. First, I want to say this: worship, um, worship is not just an act of singing a song to God, or or uh, or just lifting your hands in church, or kneeling and praying. It's not just that. Worship is your act towards God twenty four seven everywhere. Right, it's your lifestyle. Yeah, you breathing is an act of worship. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can get that's a whole other topic, but yeah. Yeah. So, so here, so here we, so, so, you know, I think, I think about, I think about the average Sunday morning service that I've been in my entire life, different churches and it's organized. Oh yeah. It it has a set way it goes every single Sunday. Yep. Which right away, I've always questioned that a little bit in my lifetime. I still do. Oh, and I and like I said, this 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 sermon, this this, this sermon, <laughs> uh, preach so you, it, brother. <laughs> so used to saying, oh, I'm so used to saying that. <laughs> yeah, here we are talking about talking about things moving in a certain order, and I'm bringing up the word sermon. Anyway, <laughs> oh, I'm such a hypocrite. Anyways, so, <laughs> <laughs> I'll but, get the stones. Hold on. Give yeah, <laughs> they're outside. <laughs> a whole bunch of them. Anyways, but the uh, you know the thing is 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 you know we walk we, we walk in, we go find a little pew to sit in, we wait. Maybe there's a countdown up on the screen. Maybe not. Maybe they're playing music. Maybe they're not. You know, mm-hmm. nonetheless, it's the same thing. A few songs. If you do a few songs. You know, offering. Offering, or, or unless your church does beginning or end. By the way, somewhere in there, sermon said, you know, and then, you know, might be an altar call. Maybe call not. salvation, maybe. Maybe yeah. go home. It's it's the same expectation. Weekend, week out, weekend, week out, weekend, week out. And it's all dictated. Like all, a, yeah. a, it's like you, you know how it's gonna go. Yeah, it's almost like you have an you have an expectation of mm-hmm. how it's gonna go. Yeah. Well, believe it or not, that's emotionalism. That is emotionalism. You know, when you have when you so any pastors that maybe listen to this, it's gonna be hard to understand, hard to swallow this, but if your congregation is set in a certain expectation an expectancy every single week, you create an emotionalism. And I don't know how else to put that because, because realistically, when people are coming to the house of God, if you want to talk about one place per week, mm-hmm. then 
they should be bringing worship in the house, not coming to experience it. Experience worship it to be given out, right? Because because, of, yeah. because as we come together, we should be we should be amplifying, not waiting to be amplified. Yeah, you know. So there, there's a big difference because your lifestyle should already be a lifestyle of worship and gratitude, then to then rejoice together as one. Not yeah. being like, well, I'm not there yet. Let me. You guys, help me out here. Yeah, give me give me a couple songs here. Oh, and I, and, and I got to like the ones I hear because I just can't get into the yeah, spirit we, here. Yeah, we can't be having any of the, the new stuff. Okay. The new stuff or, or, the, or, or, or the old stuff. You know, or, or the old stuff, for that matter, even. You know, just, you know, just, but the problem is, is there's, there's an expectation that is just not right. Because mm-hmm. um, it's got to be setting your parameters. Yeah, and. Basically what that is. You know, and, and this leads to the next scripture, um, and I am going to kind of push through the scriptures quickly before we get into our sharing our experiences, because there is no actual end to this particular conversation. No, it still happens. Yeah, there's no end. It's going to still happen. But the, the, the point is, is that if people start to see things a little bit differently, they may start opening their, their not just not their mind, but their spirit to a different way of thinking. Right. And, and, and in that thinking literally is what Jesus was trying to tell the woman at the well. This American at the well. And this is coming in at the end of the conversation, but in, in 1 John chapter 4, verses 1 through 6, you know, you know, dear friends. Oh, sorry, hold on. Wrong I'll scripture. Like to point wrong out. scripture. I totally. Sorry, wrong scripture. Oh. John chapter 4, verse 23 through 24. We'll come back to the other one first. Okay. There's two. There's two. I was going to say, John I'd also like to, scripture. to yeah. point out, I did use the NLT version. I've, I meant to put the NIV but, oh, okay. It don't matter. So you're. I'm just letting yeah, everybody watching know. That's why it's different. Yeah. I well, I'll tell you what. I'll look at the screen here and read it on on the screen. It's good. No, no I done deal. goofed. Okay, so it's John okay. four twenty three to twenty four. Yeah, this is, yeah. I skipped. Let's go to John four twenty three to twenty four. I I reverse the scriptures in my mind there. That's fine. Yeah, and, and it says this. And the time is coming. Indeed, it is here now, when true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. The Father is looking for those who will worship Him that way. For God is spirit, so those who worship Him must worship in spirit and in truth. Now, time out. I'm going to ask you a very simple question. I did not ask you this before the uh, before the actual podcast, so you're going to answer this raw. Raw. Describe where God is. Well, if He's omnipresent, He's everywhere. That's it. So, if we're to worship. Read that. Read, read. Look what it said there. The Father is looking for those who will worship Him that yeah. way. Yeah, as if He's everywhere. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, everywhere because He's omnipresent. Everywhere, not so that just means not a church. Yeah, just no, not place. just a church. I don't. I, I don't. I, not, yeah. not in a okay. Yeah. Not in one particular set place. Right. Expecting yeah. just to be there. Right. Let me clarify. Yeah, so so there there is a there is a very wrong. See, Jesus Jesus was cracking something here two thousand years ago. That, that was happening then. That was happening then, and when you look where we're at now, you find out. Oh my goodness, we are so wrapped up in emotionalism. This is bad. It you hasn't know, changed. G- and G- it hasn't changed. What probably was, gotten way worse. It probably has gotten worse. And Jesus was trying trying to simply show it then and there. A Jew talking to a Samaritan. In the pub, in a public place, you know, which would have been a no-no to begin with. Yeah. So you know, yet he's like, there's gonna come a time where people, you know, people are gonna need to worship the Father in that way. And what meaning is everywhere he is. Mm-hmm. 
not just in the temple because she was concerned she couldn't go to the temple. That's that's why it's he had basically to say that way. is being stuck in a religion, being stuck yeah. in a cycle. Yes. She, it's, a, it's a mental cycle. She was like, well, I can't go. I can't go to the temple. I'm a Samaritan. That's not the definition of freedom. No. And that's certainly not what worship is. No. So worship worship is is your state of being everywhere. Now, I'm not afraid to admit, my state of being all the time isn't always that great. I have my moments. No. no. I mean, I'll say the same thing. Right you know? Now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Who, who doesn't? But exactly. the point is, though, sadly to say, it still is everywhere. Mm-hmm. So when we're really having a bad day, we're you're still present with God, still present with God. That's why God, you know, sees all, watches all. That's that's what that would be right. tied right into that. So, so you know, so you have that, but now what? So what happens when, when the when the children of God don't realize that they're? I hate to put it in this way, but being watched everywhere. Let's just roll back. What do children do? When they find out they're being watched, think about it. They're paranoid. They don't paranoid. want to do something because they're like, oh. They put on their best act. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could. It always cracked me up when people say, well, you can't do this because I'm at church right now, so I don't want to do this in church. But as right. if God isn't present 24 7. Everywhere else. Yeah. Right. But in church, that's where he's, when you leave it, you're safe. No, he, he knows. So if, 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 God knows this, so does Satan himself. Mm-hmm. So there's this deception, and th- again, th- this this podcast is really probably going to irritate a lot of people, honestly. Probably, and, and I'm yeah. not trying to go that direction, but the point of Dove's Edge is the to truth. bring the truth to the forefront, no matter how gritty it feels. Mm-hmm. You know, and the the grittiness of this podcast is probably so far probably one of the more grittier ones. This is front and center, yeah. And I will flat out dare say it is front and center for ba- most people watching. If you're attending a church, you're probably witnessing it at some point or another, most right. likely. Yeah, especially That's the with brutal the, honesty, especially with the experiences we're going to be sharing here in a little bit with yeah. just different life stories that we both have witnessed. Correct. Um, in different times of life, maybe not together in the flesh, but we've seen them different some being times together. But yeah, not yeah, some of them, yes. Um, the um, but nonetheless the. The idea of again the emotionalism. Now, is, is there anything wrong? Let me let me back this up a second. Is there anything wrong with you know, you know, f- you know, feeling good, or is there anything wrong with uh, you know, man, I just feel the spirit, I feel God? No, there's nothing wrong with that. No, I mean, there's no harm in that. There's no but harm. But you gotta in that. discern the difference, right? That's extremely important because you'll, be de- you'll be deceived by another spirit, right? Because here's the problem: too easily, the devil himself knows this, and he can he can put on quite a show. Does yeah, the Bible does, does, does is it, yes does is it not written that he too can be an angel yeah, of light? Did exactly. Jesus not even say that himself? Yeah, I mean you know so that's a problem. Yeah, it's a big problem. So you know, with that said, you know we can't put that off to the side and pretend like it was never said. Yeah. So we or have that you're going to know the difference like that. Yeah. If you're not on your guard. Right. And I'm not saying I'm not saying go everywhere, look everywhere for demons under every rock. I'm, that's not what I'm no. saying. But you need to be aware of what is God and what is not. What you're entertaining. You know, yeah. Are you are you worshiping God or are you? So one one of the one of the biggest things I think that again we get back to the we don't have to pull it up on the screen thing. We go back to Galatians, um, but the biggest one and the last but not least thing said was self control. You know, if you find yourself in worship service and you're like, man, I just need me some Jesus so I can feel better and get on with my week. I'm telling you right now, have some church. 
you have, you know, you're going to have you some church, have you some church. And guess what? It's probably not going to hold any water because that, that's not true joy. That's not true love. That's not true. No, no, none of that stuff. All that's it's not, conditional. It's just trying to fill a void that's yeah. not of God. Right. The spirit of God is not conditional in that no. way. You know, once once something is given, it remains. Um, I, I I remember I remember a long time ago. Uh, I can't even tell you how many years it's been. It's been a while. But I was at a I was at a some kind of a uh, training seminar with uh, it was a church training seminar for uh, youth and children pastors. Mm-hmm. And I, and it just I'll never forget it. There was a there was a lady that stood up and asked the uh, teacher at the time and said, "How do you prevent from burning out?" You know, how do you want to keep on wanting to teach after five years, 10 years, 20 years, you know, so on. And, and the answer that the teacher gave was impeccable. And he, he said that, well, if you're in it for your own self gain, you probably will burn out. But if you have the love of God in you and that passion, none of that can ever go away. It's not conditional. Right. Yeah, you'll have hard times, and you'll have you have difficult times, and things things will come at you and wear you down. But but that joy and that passion, basically the fruits of the spirit, the fruit of the spirit doesn't go rotten. There'll be a natural drive. Yeah, I'm gonna say it one more time: the fruit of the spirit does not go rotten. Mm-hmm. You know, the joy will remain unless you give it away and give it up. The peace will remain unless you give it up. I can't tell you how many times I have seen services where I've been in services of church, and people receive the spirit of God or they uh, somehow are touched by spirit of God. But an hour after church, I'm around these same people and they're totally just like, they just drained out. Yeah. Sorry. No, you didn't. They're exhausted. They're it's like, yeah. Oh, I can go home. I'm going to sleep good tonight, brother. Yeah. It's like, I'm like, no, that wasn't the spirit of God. Red flag. Yeah. Big red flag. It looked everything bit. It looked everything like it. But I'm, but I'm telling you, it's not real, you know, and, and, and that's where this is going to get very gritty because people are going to go, they're going to, it's called, Discerning it's it. called plausible deniability. They're going to deny, oh no, no, but I experienced this. It's like, but did you have any of these after effects? Yeah. Well, you might want to reconsider. That comes back to what are you entertaining? Yeah. You that's know, why it's important in a difference because you can be influenced emotionally. And, you know, and I remember... I remember other. We'll get we'll get back to stories in a minute. There's so many of them, but oh, let, let's go ahead and read you the next scripture because it's going to fall into this, and then okay. we'll, we'll get into the stories because the, the, the stories are important because they're experiences and they're not just their experiences, but they're we're a witness. You know, so uh, let's go to First John four one through six this time. Getting, yeah. Now that I'm on track with that that scripture, I got them split in two. That's fine. Um, so First John one four one through six it says, "Dear friends." I can't read that. So I know it's too small so, for you because the screen's far. Yeah, away. so if I'm reading probably NIV. That might be NLT, but no big deal. Um, dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see where they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. This is how you can recognize the spirit of God. Every spirit that acknowledges Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God, but every spirit that does not acknowledge Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which have, which have, excuse me, which you have heard is coming and even now is already in the world. You dear, you dear children are from God and have overcome them because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. They are from the world and therefore speak from the viewpoint of the world. 
and the world listens to them. We are from God, and whoever knows God listens to us. Whoever is not from God does not listen to us. This is how we recognize the spirit of truth and the spirit of falsehood. Now, you can spend a long time just on this scripture alone, but the simple truth is being able to know the difference between them. Mm-hmm. There's there a, there a parable Jesus also gave about the sheep, you know, sheep and their voice. Well, it was more of a statement than a parable, but the sheep and their voice, you know, they'll hear the shepherd, he'll lead them out in the pastures, you know, et cetera. Yeah. But if you don't know the voice of God, this comes down to relationship. But you cannot have a relationship with somebody if it's on a one day a week, one hour session. Conditional basis. Conditional. It doesn't that work. It doesn't work in a real relationship, like in a human aspect. And you think it's right. going to apply the same way with God? No. Definitely not. No. No. Definitely not. And You can very much so cross-reference the two. Oh, easily. Easily. Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah, so. It really is. So, you know, again, that comes back to the omnipresence mm-hmm. being in an attitude of worship, you know, or, or just even just just acknowledging God throughout it, your day. Yeah, I was going to say it's actively acknowledging God yeah. on, on a daily basis. And, and that doesn't mean that you're going 24-7, okay, God, I'm no. thinking about you. Okay, God, I'm thinking about you. Yeah, no. Like schizophrenia. Yeah. No. God? No. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> but, I'm very sorry if you have schizophrenia out there saying that, but, you know. But, yeah, yeah I mean, definitely not. But still, it, it's it's... The problem is, is there's so little discernment in the body of Christ today. Yeah, which that's a that's a gift. It's a lack of knowledge, right? Lack of knowledge. Um, but discernment is not there because no one people aren't necessarily seeking after it either. Right? They're not asking for that gift, um, which comes from the same Spirit of God that we're referring to all along. Mm Uh, you know, so I, I want to kind of draw attention to the very last, the very last uh, thing mentioned that Paul was talking about was self-control. You know, there's been many times in my life where I have experienced, uh, if you will, the spirit of God in church, out of church. Mm-hmm. And while sometimes they may leave you in a state of awe. Yeah. Never. Have I been at a to a point where there was a complete lack of control? And what I mean by what I mean by control is I knew where I was. I didn't black out. Your surroundings. Yeah. Uh, you know, I knew where my surroundings was. Um, if didn't lose memory. Didn't lose memory. If I needed to get up, I was able to get up. If I was on, if I happened to be, you know, praying on the floor, laying flat on the floor, yeah, or, you didn't get slain, or get slain and be like, yeah. Well, we're gonna be just straight up. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, slain in the spirit. Right, so we'll come back to that. Um, Stay tuned. We'll come back to that. The, um, you know, but one of the, one of the first things uh, I think we need to maybe just bring to the forefront about experiences is, again, this is going to be gritty, not going to be liked, but oh well. Not everyone that speaks in tongues is God. Like, I don't yeah. know if I can say it any clearer. Not everyone that says that they have a gift of speaking in tongues truly has that gift. Yep, because um, other spirits can easily uh, mimic it. Easily. Very easily. Um, very, very, very easily. And Especially if you can rehearse and repeat what they said. Or even worse, which we can come back to, predict what they're going to say, which I have been there. Yeah. 
let's talk about that because you know no, nothing better than nothing better than experience. Um, the one the ones that really have uh, again we won't mention where, when, who, you nope. know, because that that's not the point of this podcast. It is not. The point of this podcast is call forth, uh, bring awareness, bring awareness to things. Yeah. Um, you know, but I, I remember several times, multiple locations, not just one place. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, you know, it could have been it could have been an outing somewhere with you know with a group of people. Uh, at a, you know, say at a conference or something. It could have been in a church. It could have been uh, again. It could be, it could have been mul- just multiple places. Right. So it could have been anywhere. But I've, I've seen this happen in multiple places, where someone will just in the middle of nowhere start blurring out. Another language, uh-huh. and they and the Bible calls that speaking in tongues. Now, is it a legitimate gift of the Spirit? Yes, it is. Um, you know, there's a lot that would argue that, but it is definitely a legitimate gift of the Spirit. Um, now, the ones that the ones that I want to talk about are not the ones that are in order, not the ones where there's an actual message that actually makes sense and not a repeated yeah. and not a repeated message. Mm-hmm. We'll get back to that. What you were talking about, um, yeah. you know, but an actual uh, message. And I, I have been places where there were people in the congregation that actually their native language and they turned around and said, how did that person know my language from, you know, I don't know if it was like, you like know, South Africa or something. I mean, it was, yeah, yeah, it was, it was somewhere over there. I can't remember. It's like, how could they possibly have known? It was a missionary of some sort. Yeah. I remember hearing that story. Yeah. How could they possibly have known? And, you know, so yes, that is the legitimate proper use, use of, of tongues. Speaking in tongues. Is the, is, I, I'm from, go ahead. I'm going to say, I think a lot of people confuse that speaking in tongues isn't necessarily always a heavenly language, as they put it. Speaking in tongues can be used to interpret like, Oh, you don't know Spanish, but you need Spanish in that moment to to preach the gospel to someone who's lost. As I, you know, right. so it could be any language. It right. doesn't have to be just a well. That that's language. literally that's literally the gift and what happened on the day of Pentecost to the literal. Sense. Yeah, it literally it was translated among whoever's language was there. There was multiple different languages. Everybody heard the same thing in their language, and that, that's why they, the were, same, they were like, "How can know, these Galileans know our language?" That was the proper you know, use. At, of yeah, speaking for in that, tongues. Yeah, it's not supposed to be a random language that nobody and nobody's like, "Okay, I have no idea what." Yeah, I mean that that's literally what the Bible says. Why yeah. why that's ignored is beyond me. Uh, that's literally the Bible. Now there there is a there is a heavenly language, a heavenly tongues. Yeah. You know, but that's typically for self evocation. You know probably if, in your own home or wherever you're at in your, your own prayer, prayer closet. Prayer time, or, yeah. That's very different. Yeah. Um yeah, but for the use that the the church world sees, yeah, the is, the quiet congregation, somebody speaking out, is supposed to be for a different language for somebody to understand that doesn't know. Now the argument there will be, but God, God had a message for for the congregation to edify the body of the congregation. That's what Scripture says. Problem with the problem is is that it's fine if you're a visitor. I mean, what, so you're a visitor and the first time you see that happen, but what happens when you're not a visitor and you're at that church for year after year and you see the same thing over and over and over? It's repeated pattern. Repeated pattern and also not being legit and posing as being legit plants a seed of confusion in somebody who is new. And so fear. It's 
double plant, whammy. Plant fear too. Yeah, because you plant fear, you plant confusion in somebody new, and then the people who are staying, they already had that 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 uh, seed of confusion grow, so they've they've solidified they've it, as, it. They've yeah, they've accepted it as a truth. So like, oh yeah, nothing worse about here. Yeah, and again, this, this or they're is, numb to it. Um, there 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 was a there was a circumstance that that saw saw that. Uh, I honestly believe that there was this particular person that was speaking in tongues was probably just uh, being a little emotional mm-hmm. and they, they were legit to themselves, but, and I don't think they intended for anyone to be interpreting them Yeah, because it wasn't, it wasn't put out that way. Um, given the whole congregation was worshiping and it was kind of just uh, equal. No- I call it equal noise, but it wasn't noise. You know what I mean? It was just e- equal sound. Um, and you know, but, but all of a sudden somebody, uh, further, uh, further, a few rows in front of them or something, start speaking, uh, interpreting them, but they started interpreting them like, instead of like a full interpretation, it was like, they wait and then they started talking again, wait, start talking again. But what really kicked that one in was not only was that causing confusion because like it, it didn't sound confident whatsoever. That's mm-hmm. another way to know if a person is yeah. giving a, an interpretation of tongues and it's not confident or they're tripping. That they're Sorry, stuttering or not ha- God. Yeah, it's not God, because God, God, God is not mocked. He's not made a fool, ever. Right. And it'd you know, be very bold and very straightforward. Yes, you show me any time in the Bible where God was, um, where God showed Himself as uh, foolish or showed Himself as uh, a super um, crap timid. Let me uh, let me let me resay oh. that. Let me resay that. Um, yeah. Oh wait, I didn't. I didn't. I don't think I said that right. Let me let me rephrase. Yeah, exactly. Never. Dang it. Was yeah. it Moses who had was it Moses who had the stutter problem? Moses had a stutter problem, but even then he provided Aaron. I know. Because, because, but I'm just because saying, dang Moses, Moses said, you rubbed off on me. I got to stutter. Yeah, right. No. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> said God never. I mean, yeah, said God never. And you know, so so here you have you have that scenario. Uh now what really gave that away, uh that particular experience away. Uh, that was wrong was there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. And one of the very last things that particular person that was quote unquote interpreting said, you know, you have choices to make, but I already know what your choices are going to be. I was present for this one. I will say that. And when you heard, when I heard that it went through me like a knife, I'm like, that is, that is Satan in the flesh. And that, and the person doing it may not have known. No, but it doesn't matter knowing the difference between the spirits. That's what happens. You end up becoming, they, they were, they were being a conduit for the wrong spirit and they didn't know. And they didn't know. So I'm, I'm not saying that everyone that does this is like some evil aware, you know, witch practicing. No, they're just not aware. They're, they're easily manipulated because again, no discernment. This is why it's so important to have discernment because now you're being used for a demonic entity's game. Yeah. That don't feel good. No. How, how do you? How would you feel being told that? I mean, can you, can you congratulations. Imagine, yeah, can you imagine the white the white throne judgment day? You've been played. Let me show you how many times you played in the wrong hand. Yeah, because you're thinking, God, I talk about plot twist to Lord, Lord, but I did this in Your name and casted out demons, you know, all the things that I've done, and then you turn around and go, um, that wasn't me. I don't know you. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that is a plot twist. Just saying. Yeah, no, that is, that, is, that is a heavy thought there. But you know, so that 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 is, you know, there's that, and then also you mentioned earlier about repetition or saying the same. This thing is the most popular one I've seen. Um, I've seen pretty much all of it for the most part. Uh, that that anybody will witness probably today in in the church world at large. But repetition is a clear cut sign of being a false spirit. 
Um, shoot, I have so many stories for reputation, but they normally normally you can predict how their their quote unquote heavenly language is going to be when when the spirit takes over and and starts speaking out in the middle of a service or usually it's a worship service by the way. Mm-hmm. So that comes back to the whole uh, music theory with you know manipulation through music and emo- manipulating your emotions. Yeah, we'll we'll move um, to that topic. We'll get to next. that. Yeah, we'll go that's to that the next. next thing. Yeah, but. Repetition through uh, speaking in tongues, and sometimes the interpreters. Well, there was a point in time uh, in my life where a lot of time the interpreters were uh, saying the same kind of things, same interpretations as like uh, you know that whether it be Jesus coming back or we need the church need to get ready, you know stuff like that. But it'd all be the same. It didn't make sense. Yeah, and and I and I'll tell you another one that's really bad is when the pastor. Or, or or the lead the pastor leader or whoever it is that's running the sh- running the show if you will who's in charge whoever's in charge yeah um recognizes that it's not a that it's that it's a false spirit but yet they give a made up interpretation I have seen that countless times I know me too and they do it they do it I don't know if it's something they were told by somebody else or because I haven't I've never had anybody tell me to do this and if they ever did I would rebuke them really fast yeah um but I have seen that and you can see you can and believe me when I can tell you that you can tell it's not real it oh, is, it's it is atmosphere it is grit it, it bothers your spirit when it makes you, you want to scream yeah when you are aware of yeah. the, the spiritual discernment and you have you know you're alert to that it's just like Instant, like no, there's something wrong. It makes you almost feel wrong. sick to your sick stomach yes. because you because it's, it's mockery to the father. It is it is sheer mockery. Yeah, absolutely. And the uh, it's like it's not a good feeling. No, and I've seen it happen. Um, and you know, and then of course the congregation thinks that it's all great and well. Well, what what what, 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 what happened? Yeah, and what happened there is you just deceived everyone. Yep. Who's so whose side really on? Well, I'm just trying to I'm just trying to keep the fear away from people. No, you just bowed to that. Uh-huh. You you know, the correct way would have been either A, ignore and move on. Like you don't have to say anything at all. Right. Or B, call it out and say, No, you're wrong. Which leads me to the next next story. There was there was a time where there was a time where there was a particular person that was interrupting the pastor about every five or seven minutes. I mean, it was like interrupting and, and they were, and the person was acting like they were given a message from God, you know, and I can't remember all the details of what the person was saying. And that's probably irrelevant anyways, but mm-hmm. um, it was eating at me on the inside. And little did I know the person beside me, it was eating at them worse. And God used that person. And that person just probably about, about a third or fourth time the person interrupted, he just exploded uh, in words in in uh, in in plain English in in our language, anyways, which was the predominant language of that particular church, you know, in plain English, you know, said you know, it rebuked the spirit, rebuked the person, commanded it to be quiet and and not to not to continue to interrupt the uh, interrupt the pastor for he was causing a seed of confusion, and uh, I'm telling you when when this person spoke, and this is going to sound very abstract to a lot of people. But I saw myself for a second. It threw me out of my own body, just for a split second. I mean, it was it was a sheer, sheer, a very, power. very strong, authoritative, very strong authority spirit. 
Meaning the Holy Spirit just yeah. spoke up and said, yeah, he, shut up. Yeah, in plain English. Mm-hmm. It wasn't no, here, let me, give another, confident, let, me, let me give very, you another tongue. No, it was. Very straightforward. It was, and it wasn't emotion either. It was, as a matter of fact, you know, this, this person says, I don't even know how the words even came out. These words just came out. Yeah. You know, they, it's like, I didn't know what I was going to say one word to the next. Right. And um, this person was, and you can see that when this person was done, you know, he, he became, he, he became not weak, but just like totally humiliated in a good way. Just shocked. Like, I can't believe that just happened. Baffled. Yeah. It's, it's at all, you know, when you're, when you stay, listen, imagine if you were to stand in front of somebody that was, had a lot of prestige and power and hopefully for the right reasons, you're going to stand there going, Oh man, how did I ever get the privilege of being in front of this person? Well, imagine that being God. Yeah. That's like 50 bazillion times, you know, greater. The one who created that person. Yeah. God will, God will not tolerate being mocked Mm -mm. forever. He allows certain things to go, but even he, even, even God has certain tolerances. Mm -hmm. And that day must've really struck him. And and he's like, no, I'm done with this. And he used whoever he used, who was available that would actually be his voice and just boom. I mean, it was, it was thunderous. People after that were actually saying that this person was a, not the other person that was interrupting the pastor. God forbid you actually see the uh, see the fruit of the spirit there. There there was uh you know there was there was no kind there was no kindness there was no there was no um, patience you know none of that stuff was there. Probably. Very condescending. And then you see that of the other person, but but the person that spoke up that God actually used mm-hmm. to clear, pretty much uh, say how dare you uh, in front of everybody. Yeah, and that person was told. You're you're the devil. The devil used you. You 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 were being uh you were being used by the devil. You know God God would never do that. God well, God would never bring correction. Wow. And those words were coming straight from the leadership. Wow. And this is why that spirit was so easily able to take over. Yes. Yes. It was given the right to do so. And if I didn't say it, I'm gonna say it again. This is a gritty podcast because it's gonna expose the actual truth of these things. And, and I have countlessly had to stand up and say, no, I was there. So either, either I am completely blind and was fooled, which it wasn't, or I am defending God. And y'all are falling right into the devil's palm. Yes. So that, so that, that, that was, that was a shocking experience, say the least. And that really heavily ties back into spiritual sermon and prove it, it proved the point that even leadership did not have spiritual discernment. No, because clearly they were allowing this demonic spirit to have full reign and like this is God. Because many, because because many places of worship, let's face it, people go there. Now, granted, you want to go to the house of God. Uh, you don't. You don't. You don't want to leave like you came. I mean, I agree. No, with that. I don't think anybody generally wants to leave the way they come. But you also don't want to go there cashing in on ATM of, of God's God's hand. Yeah. You know, that, that that's the, you're going to worship, right? Going to give, not to, not to take. And we deserve nothing. Did we not, you know, you know we, we really deserve nothing. However, no. we were given everything. We were, you, we, everything. See, Jesus, when Jesus died, I mean, everything was handed to us. Mm-hmm. The only reason, and as Jesus said, the only reason why we don't have is because we don't ask, and the only reason we don't have is because we don't sure. we don't just reach out. So there's nothing we can't have. So we limit ourselves. Yeah, we limit ourselves. That's right. So 
you know, so moving forward, let, let's 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 jump let's jump ship here and go into the, the musical side of manipulation. Yeah. Ah, yes, the bread and butter of the church, so to speak. <laughs> it is. Um, this is at large amongst the mainstream. I mean, I'm not going to name names, okay, just to keep it, you know. Love but I'm just going to, yeah, I'm just going to say a lot of your big names, pretty much 98% of them, are using emotional manipulation in their music. How do they do that, you may ask? Well, have you ever listened to a song, whether it be Christian or secular or any music, and you feel an emotion from it, whether it be happy, sad, okay? You, you feel an emotion from music. M- uh, music does produce some sort of emotion, okay? The church world, I would say, there is a good chunk of it that likes to use music to their advantage and use it in offerings, use it in altar calls, you know, use it to look good for prestige. Well, they do this by using uh, certain sets of chords. We have what we call minor and major chords in music. Okay, major chords are more happy, more upbeat. Minor chords are more kind of sad or emotional. It it plays at your heartstrings, so to speak. You will notice if you go through 90% of worship songs out there right now or or have been out there for the past 10 years, that it's all minor chords and it's intentionally set up. And there's actually been lately in the news and stuff about churches flat out admitting that they were using emotional manipulation in their music and how they were, how they were, they were writing music intentionally in a way to, to uh, pull an emotion out of you, to manipulate you, to either give to their, whatever their cause is, or to think that's salvation. You're accepting salvation over that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna add to that thought, and I'm gonna give I'm gonna throw the ball right back at your court when I'm done. But I was in a conference one time, uh, years ago. It was it was a men's conference, so there was primarily mostly male figures there. Yeah. And so I'm just kind of setting the atmosphere or what you know, expectations because, um, and there was a pretty good worship service going on. Uh, I mean, everybody was just, there were people kneeling, bowing, everybody's worshiping in their own way towards yeah. God. And, um, it blew my mind. And at the, at, right at the, uh, center of right, right. He, this, the, the, one of the, one of the, uh, leaders came up, Again, I don't want to point out anybody who was because, you know, I just, I'm just not going to do that. But there was a leader that came up and said, you know what? Man, with the Spirit of God moving like this right now and, you know, the hearts are being healed and this being mended, yada, yada, yada. And, of course, everybody they, they like to add that in yeah. like as if, like, mm. it makes you question. Yeah. Because you're like, well, shoot, if these people's hearts are getting mended, I, I, I should be involved. Well, there's that, too. But, but that, it, that it gets, ties but, in. Yeah. But this gets worse, believe it or not. Oh, gosh. Oh, it gets worse. So, and everybody's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and he goes, man, right now, this is a great time to give, to give, to give an offering. My point exactly. I was like, oh my goodness. And they do this you all just the time. solicited the spirit of God. You literally just used him. And I know this is going to be, this, this is a horrible way to say it, but you just used the spirit of God like you were a pimp to a whore. No, literally. That is literally what he just did. And I'm like, that was disgusting. People started leaving the auditorium. No joke. People started leaving. Then to make it worse, you ready? Make it. You think it couldn't get any worse? And today, you know what? We're not even going to send out the plates or anything. 
We're just going to ask you to just bring your money, your checks, whatever, and lay it up here on the altar. Oh, I'm having flashbacks because I remember I was there. You were there. I was there. Yeah. I, I was, I you was been younger. Super, you were super young. I was super young then, but I actually remember, and I remember the individual who did it. But so, anyway. yeah, so you know I'm talking now about. Now I know you're talking about it. I just had, I totally yeah. forgot so about it, that. It, it, it happened. It, it did happen. I was there. And and it was mind-blowing. If I wasn't there, wow, if, I forgot if, I'll that. be honest with you. I didn't have my own vehicle transportation at the time, or I probably too would have just left. I was there with, yeah, the, with we everybody all, else. We were all the group. You were there as a group. Yeah, yeah. And it was it, it that killed. I remember that. that totally killed the atmosphere. Yeah. It even it even destroyed the message. Yeah. I mean, because literally, God again, God's not mocked. It just the God was like, nope. I'm God out. said, nope. This isn't me. I'm done. We're out of here. Man, man, literally, man, literally jumped in because of their greed. Yeah, but they they but using the worship service. And then boom. So I'm going I'm to leave it at that and throw it back at you. So that's a great point of they use the music as an emotional outlet to get people involved, to, to get you feeling like you're experiencing God. When I'm not going to say you're not experiencing God because you yourself are the, the person who determines whether or not you are connecting with God. Um, because you could be genuine about worship even when somebody else is trying to manipulate you through worship. True. Okay, so there's a big difference there. So the, the reality is, though, the musicians and everything up there that are trying to act all like holy or righteous or up there, you know, like acting like they're being led by the spirit and filled, so to speak. That's how they, I mean, I've seen some pretty energetic worship leaders up there. The reality is it's mostly a show. Yeah. And it's all emotion and they're hyping it up and they are n- in no way like that when you actually meet them. There is a particular individual out there who is a pretty big name Southern gospel artist that I won't mention his name, who I got the, uh, I guess say pleasure of meeting. Um, he, uh, not the person you would think he is when you actually meet him. He was a complete opposite. He was arrogant. He, he was greedy. He, he needed a certain amount of people to be present to, to perform. Um, and he's a big name holding, holding revivals, holding, uh, um, uh, a lot of salvation services and everybody speaking in tongues and jumping around and, you know, doing their, whatever they're doing. And a lot of people look up to this guy. Okay. He, he's very popular. And I think that falls back to the, you know, you know but test the spirits and know that, know yes. whether they are from God, you know, I mean, I, I, we can't, you can't exactly. You know, I mean, I mean, that scripture is so fundamental. Yeah. It, it goes across the whole board. So yeah. Uh, yeah. And just like I'm saying, people's, you gotta, you gotta know, the difference between the Holy Spirit and a false demonic entity. Because if not, there's going to be thousands and thousands of people who fall right down the rabbit hole. There was there was another there Millions. was another um, event that you and I were at at a different time in our lives that we weren't there together, are you, technically. Are you, are you, oh, yeah. Um, that we can't, again, mention. No, this was a make this, top three. I want to make this clear as to why we keep things under wrap and why we're, why we're not actually mentioning the places. There's a reason. Yeah. The first primal reason is that we do not want to um, bring shame on anyone yeah, for any reason. That's, there's no, because, that's not the point of this. Because God God can take things that were bad at the time and people learn through them. Use them for good. And use it for good. And so um, there's no there's no need to break people right. down. It doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah it, it, it matters, but it doesn't matter because we're not in control. Of yeah. I'm not trying, I'm not going to condemn people. Exactly. What I am condemning is the spirits behind them. And that's what this is all about is that exactly. trying to get people to recognize the spirits behind stuff 
not necessarily the people that are being manipulated or used at the moment. Exactly. And these are just all scenarios that we've firsthand witnessed yeah. right in front of our eyes. And, and the one thing you're going to notice, the common denominator in all this is manipulation. Um, manipulation, yep. uh, super control, um, you know. Uh, Superimposed thoughts. Yeah, superimposed thoughts. That goes through the, the giving need. part, by the way. Yeah. What's that? That's a, a lot of that is that people will see is through the giving part. You'll see the superimposed thoughts like yeah. trying to get you to give. The, right. way, the way they do it is very like, well, you need to. Guilt trips. Yeah. yeah. Guilt, yeah. That's the word. Guilt. Not, not there's anything wrong with giving. I mean, if God tell, yeah. if, if you got, if you got, if you your heart to give money or do, or give but time or give sure. anything. But just make sure that you're you not know. being manipulated. Yeah. Make sure that that feeling you're having that you want to give is not being pressured onto you by yeah. somebody, not it's, not the Holy Spirit. From from the heart, not against the heart. Exactly. You know, I mean, that, you know, so yeah. you discern know, the difference. Yeah, there is a difference. And but that's this, a good T-shirt. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, really discern the difference. Yeah, you should maybe make that. Oh, that'd be a good idea. I'll write that down. Yeah. Don't don't anybody steal that now. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, the uh, yeah, so so. But testing the spirits, but back to that other event, uh, th- this was an event with a lot of youth in it, and uh, probably roughly two to three thousand. Yeah, it was, a, it was a relatively big event. Yeah, and and uh, I was with I was there with a youth group, and you were there with another youth group. I think you were currently a youth at the time. I was a youth at the time. So you were seeing it from a very different perspective. Oh yeah. And my perspective was from a youth, uh, youth leader youth pastor perspective you were a chaperone yeah and no, i wasn't chaperone i was actually a youth pastor but yeah i was chaperone oh yeah that's right but you i was were. a youth pastor um, oh yeah yeah and I, missed, I forgot this part of this that part of yeah part. it's okay it says time has gone by but the uh, it, um yeah it's been been a while wow. yeah so i you know i remember there was a certain singer up on the stage that came out that was a performer which this part of the uh, of the conference, yes, they were performers. They they were up there for just a little bit of fun, and whatnot. Supposed to be a Christian artist, right, a Christian artist, and this this person was a Christian artist, but he got up there and started doing a secular, a very secular song. Oh, it was that I'm not going to go into the details of, but a very secular, very raunchy uh, song that was the different actions and uh, things you would do with your body to uh, mimic through the song. Even and drug references. And, yeah, that and drug references. And as that, when that started happening, I'm like, what is, I started thinking, what's going on? It took me by surprise, like everybody else probably. Yeah, because we were at a Christian event yes. with like a and know, Christian conference at that point. That well, it wasn't long after that, like within, within five, ten minutes, I started noticing people in the audience. I started seeing demonic possession happening within 20 feet of me. Yep. It was feeding it, that. Yes, it was feeding it. I mean, I'm serious. When I say demonic possession, I, I mean it to the literal degree. And when we talk about severe, I heard this because there was plenty of witnesses there. I heard this from many people, not just one. Supposedly, the demonic possession was so bad that somebody crawled the wall, up the wall like Spider-Man. I didn't see that. And they turned their head backwards. Yeah, that actually happened. There was I heard it from multiple people that they witnessed that. Somebody literally crawled straight up the wall. Concrete walls. And was just on the wall. I, I I didn't witness that, but I believe it because the atmosphere there was that's how bad it was. Heinous. I mean, it was heinous. Now this this set artist, not to cut you off or anything, but this set artist now it, in in twenty twenty two is full on secular and has come out as secular. Yeah, and it has nothing to do with Christ. It has nothing to do with nothing with, with the so Christianity. So the basically used it as a platform Correct. to invade. It was, it was and it, come it, to find it, out he was involved with voodoo too. You can put the pieces together if you like. You know, Google. Yeah. Around. So, so we, uh, so what I did what any youth pastor would do, not because nobody else, everybody else is in shell shock. 
Yeah, they're all like. I leave the auditorium. I'm I'm looking for the leaders, the, the people that are heading up the conference. Uh huh. And before I do that, I turn around and look up. At the, right behind me was the sound was a, a part of the sound team. Mm-hmm. And I looked at them. I said, "Don't you guys see what's going on?" And they're like, "What?" I said, "You don't see the possessions?" I said, "They need to stop. They need to stop this entire thing." And do something about this is this is real. They 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 looked at me like deer in the headlights. They didn't know what to do. They were shocked. They 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 were they were just in a state of shock. And I, I saw that. So I I left the auditorium, went out, found found the leader, found the main major leader of the entire thing. I don't know how else to stress that. Um, and like looked, the CEO basically. Yeah, like CEO like, basically level of like of, hey, of I just this, found you. of that particular event and yeah. and said you know what are you going to do about this. Well, we don't. We don't know. We're just trying to move on, so it just passed by. I'm like, you need to cast these demons out. You get up there and take authority on that stage. He looked at me with deer in the headlights. And I was, I was, I was like, wow, what did I just witness? Dude, does nobody read their Bible? Does nobody understand the power that Jesus gave us? Does nobody see this? But this, but all this, but meanwhile, oh, but the spirit was moving. Wrong. Right. No. 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 There was a spirit, yeah, a spirit moving. moving, but it wasn't the spirit it was, of God. It wasn't, it wasn't, wasn't the, the Holy spirit, spirit, but there was definitely a spirit moving. Man, Many spirits moving. That night, over half of everybody there went home next morning. Yeah, and this is like a three-day event. Yes. It's a big deal. And, you know, that that was there, – there was, there, was, uh, there was calls going back to head pastors all over the place. And it, it, was, it was bad. It, think we stayed for the rest of that but yeah it was the the, the attendance for that the following year was really really bad too it, it screwed it, the it really hurt it, it, it hurt jacked them, them up it hurt them bad so and it was a big deal i mean it was it was an event that, that was, was one of the most wildest things i've ever seen yeah and it was a big deal but that was that was under the cachet of god's moving and emotionalism this is no it all, it's all emotionalism and also discernment yes yeah. So, you know, testing the spirits. So, or they, you didn't need to test there. It was very it was evident. People were screaming. People were, there was girl. I remember there was some girls in the, in the front of the auditorium that were screaming like, we love this. We love it. You know, but they were the scream. The shrills were very distinctly not, not, not demonic. Human. They were not, not human. human, not human. And, you know, so, you know, when you, you witness enough, yeah, so a Christian you, conference. So how, how can I say this? When you witness this stuff firsthand and how blatant it's, the enemies, the Satan's forces, how blatant they will be right when they can center. be. You know, you know, yes, this is why we're so vocal about this stuff. Because look, we, we've seen, look, we're, we're not going to patty cake around this. There, it's a real thing. And you know, it's still happening every, some places every week. Yeah. Yeah, so you know, it's it, the only way to stop it is it has to be called out. You, you know, it, it you comes down. It. So there, there, there's there's an old word that uh, that you don't hear very often anymore. It's called sanctification. In other words, making things holy. Yeah, that needs to come. That needs to come back. Where there, there's actually a call to this is what God requires, and therefore we need to set this. This this is the, this is the bar that needs to be set. Yeah, not under it, not not, not around the, it, not the the sanctification that churches talk about. They're going to be sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost. No. The stuff they talk about. The problem is, is they don't know what sanctification no. truly means. No, what I'm talking about is what happened in the Old Testament, and I'm I'm, I'm drawing a complete blank on the on the uh, name. But, but what you're talking about is the same thing. Yeah, go it's, into the go into the house and get sanctif- the Asherah poles out of the house. No, get the get the idols out of the house. Yeah. 
get the stuff that out of the house don't they belong. They still say the same thing today, but they don't truly know what that means. And I've witnessed no. that firsthand countless times. They yeah. truly don't know what it means. No. They're just saying it. Yeah, but, and they think they are, but they're not. And the only way for that to happen is is the people of God have to stand up and say, "We do not accept this as truth. This is not what Jesus was talking about. This this is not. This, this goes does, against Scripture. This goes against everything we believe in. Yes, everything. And you know, where are those warriors anymore? They, they, they this is the systematic breakdown of the body of Christ. This is why there will be that. Why there is a great falling away. Yeah. This is why that's happening. It's confusion. The, the biggest thing is just straight up confusion. Yeah. Who's the author? And, who, and who's the author of confusion? Satan. Spoiler. Satan. Yeah. Satan. yeah. Spoiler. Exactly. Satan. Who? 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 Uh, who? Who is? What did every angel say? Fear not. But yet people are frightened, and not that never taken away. Yeah. So there. I mean, can you imagine can you, that night? That night particularly. Can you imagine? The ramifications that all a lot of those kids that didn't have a clue what was going on, what they, they 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 were petrified. I remember personally, I knew what was going on. So okay, not saying that you know I was some special individual. No, I was aware. I knew the moment it happened. I was like, this is not happening. This this is really happening at this said conference. Right. I was like, what? Well, later that night. The youth group I was with, uh, we had to have a whole talk about the whole situation, um, and they tried to explain what had happened, you know, explaining the demonic entities that came out and decided, but they didn't really explain it. They didn't explain that it was the result. Like, what we're talking about right now, they didn't explain what caused it. They just said that it happened, and, you know... Basically saying hopefully it doesn't happen again kind of thing. That's literally what they left off as. And they didn't explain, like, hey... The sermon's important. This is a great. This is a great time to bring up the sermon and why you need it. You know, right. there was there was a great great time to bring up. They this were, this, yeah, this they is the authority in Christ. This is, the author, yeah, this is the authority in Christ you have. Exactly. You know. Um. Now, could what? Now, the thing, well, Ryan. Why, Ryan? Why didn't you go and start casting out demons? Doing because my authority was not over all of that. No. And all this stuff operates in authority, so the authority had to happen from the top. Dude, that same character, that same guy, after the next set came out, that was a worship set. There was come, a worship he, team that came yeah, out. Yeah, he comes out and tries to rejoin them and uh, take take over uh, take over their their, he their did. Uh, They thing. pulled him off stage discreetly after about 15, 20 minutes of him performing. They came in and discreetly took him off stage, and he was like, "Good night, everybody!" And you know, he walked back. Worship team came out trying to recover. Trying to brush it under the carpet. Trying, exactly. They were trying to be like, okay, everybody, let's uh, sing How Great Is Our God. And right. they did a whole thing. In the middle, I can't remember if it was How Great Is Our God, but anyway, it was, it was a worship song. And in the middle of the worship song, as you were saying, he literally jumps out from the back of the stage and just starts dancing and singing, like rapping to the song in the background. And... and, and yeah, how much pride, all like, pride and arrogance could there possibly be? Yeah, they're all like, oh, name above all. Like, they're looking around like, oh, my gosh. He did not just – he wasn't supposed to be on stage anymore. He wasn't even supposed to be backstage. They were trying to remove him. Right. And he just busted out there. And nobody's muting his mic. Nobody's taking care of anything. So, uh, I don't remember how they got him off stage. But, oh, let's not forget. I really want to add this, even though it didn't really matter. He crowd surfed. I missed that part. I must have been out of the conference. I must yeah, have been outside you were. the conference. He part. crowd surfed during his the beginning of all that. He he threw himself into the crowd and they 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 carried him around the entire crowd. 
I can't tell you how wrong there would be for a bunch of teenagers and girls and boys to be crowd surfing an adult, a grown man, adult, adult man. male figure. By the way, he's a he's a male. We're giving they can fit. So like, listen, we're just not mentioning names. So names or places. So anyways, you know, moving along. Yeah. So we have seen some stuff. Okay. And yeah. So let, let's 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 continue with. Um, I had an experience that you were definitely not there, um, where it was. In my own in my own classroom area, and we and it was a it was a the kid it was a worship night, and the kids were worshiping God. I mean, it was sincere. Yeah. And um, you know, and but there were these two particular um, kids that uh, I was they were they were the last ones in there, but they were on the floor, and the next thing you hear is they're screaming. I'm like I'm like I knew right away when God, but I was like they're the only two in there, so I was like I'm, I said I, I sat back and said I want to see where this goes. See if I have to interfere. I didn't have to interfere. You know why? Because they were kicking around so much, bouncing, flipping around so much. One one boy ended up giving the other kid a, a bloody nose. Not God. There's a re- there's a reason why people call people holy rollers in the old days. And I'm not against this being slain spirit. There's argument that is and is not real. I'm gonna leave that be because I've 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 had experiences with that. But again, my mind was never never let go where I blacked out. You were still conscious. Still conscious. And there was a great peace and a great joy. And most people aren't falling back and, hit, you know, hitting pews. Bouncing on pews I have or seen, knocking on somebody else's skull. or. Um, I have seen some <laughs> violent. Yeah, very violent. Falls. Yeah. So, so I'm going to, I'm going to, very I'm gonna, violent. I'm going to hop to something here that I'm not going to go into full detail on because it's a very deep topic. Um, and I th- hope I'm going to say this correct. But ready for this, there is actually a Hindu god, um, and it's under and and I can't remember the name of the god, but but, it, but the the top the the general name the general name of the spirit is Kundalini. If I'm I think I'm saying it right. If I'm not saying it right, I apologize. But it, it's a weird name. I'm, I'm, we always I want to say wrong. I want to say always Google it. It's the it's the king. I think it's Kundalini or something like that. Kundalini. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. It, it's 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 a weird name. It's Indian, so I'm not Indian. If I apologize. You have time. Look it up sometime yeah. on YouTube and look up the the the, the whatever we just said. Well, yeah, you, Kun, I can Kun, never say it. it. I want to say Kunalani, but um, it's either Kunalani it or Kunalini, but it, it's 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 spelled it's, like it sounds. Yeah, look but maybe it up. not maybe not pronounced like it sounds. Watch it, videos on YouTube of the interactions it has. There with people. are it's identical. There are countless. Ready for this? There are countless pastors out there coming coming uh, forward. Admitting that they may have been operating under that because of what they were allowing happening in, in their churches. Go figure. And I was like, well, thank God. This is what I was talking about because, you know, people, you, you can come, you can get away from. Yeah, you're not too you far did, gone. Yeah. How do, but you have to become aware. If, if you were ignorant and never knew. Yeah. You can't be. You, 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 listen, mistakes happen. If you're too prideful to change, you're yeah. never going to be allowed that knowledge because you're yeah. not you're you yourself are not allowing yourself yeah. that knowledge the spirit the spirit of god's like hey look i get you're going through that i get that you you thought but it's okay let me show you the real well, deal that's here. where grace comes in the play that, that is grace and you know and and that's okay but but here's the problem we got christians getting involved in yoga which is part of that whole thing we got christians that are that are that are getting into that sort of meditation and well, there's a difference from yoga and meditation yeah just Specifying well, the, med- well med- the the meditation in yoga is what I'm referring to. Yeah, okay. You, know, well, where, you, you said yoga, so yeah, I just want to clarify. Yeah, well, and I'm not yoga's not the devil, and I'm not necessarily referring to yoga in terms of stretching your body either. I'm referring to yoga as in the meditation part of yoga. See that there's two different yeah. versions of yoga. 
Well, yeah, but it come, but yeah, but unfortunately, the the those exercises come from that though, because normally the exercises are performed while doing these meditations. This is true. That's, yes, but that again is a whole other topic. It's pretty wide. It, it really is. But anyways, but the the yoga the yoga stuff. Um, they believe that this spirit uh, is at your lower. They call them chakras, but at your lowest chakra down at the base of your spine. And as you activate, it releases and goes up to eventually gets to your top, your 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 seventh chakra, which is your mind, your spirit. And it releases in a aura of uh, of emotions, and some of those emotions, ready that that actually mock the spirit of God is um, being slain in spirit, uh, falling falling out, uh, drunk drunken laughter, uh, often associated with no memory. By the way, um, yeah, memory loss. Yeah, memory mm-hmm. loss. You know, so you know, you know that these that's, vi- the videos are disturbing. They literally like yeah, you have to go. If see you these watch things. these videos. For me personally, I have seen them happen countless times. The same way they're responding, I've seen it happen my whole entire life. Actually, yeah, it's so disturbing. Well, you you know when you see when you see certain people every single week systematically just you know falling over or systematically. Um, oh yeah, I have a name for that. Yeah, well, I can't, I well can't yeah, I can't. Don't. I mean, but but you know when you can't. see again when you see repetitious patterns, uh-huh. you know that's the problem. God, I'm telling you, God is not a circus, okay? It's like a freak show in some of the church world. Let's be real. I mean, it is. And, and you wonder why. You people wonder don't why wanna, people don't want to be terrified. In, yeah, they're terrified. It's like, I don't be part of that freak show, that church. Well, I want you to walk up in the pastor. What? All right, we're going to kick Because this is one yeah, pastor because, I really do want to Okay, so let, let, let's paint a picture. You have one side of the church world where it's so traditional that they, they're stuck in certain repetitious patterns. And then you had the polar opposite uh, charismatic side that is also where they realize not repetitions and patterns. Yeah. Um, but then there's Jesus in the middle. Mm-hmm. And Jesus, if you really look at how he operated his ministry, you find out that he was carefree. You find out that he was that he was not quick to call judgment. Mm-hmm. You find out that he was never in a pattern. The closest thing to a pattern he they did, never could keep track of what he was going to do. Right, he, he was unpredictable. He was unpredictable. Um, so, so you, you, you find out about Jesus. The closest thing you find to a pattern is, oh, he's praying again. The one pattern he had <laughs> was that he, yeah, he always went out and he t- took alone time. Yeah, to meditate. That, that, that's the only thing that he ever did. That was consistent. That was consistent in scripture in terms of his daily life. He would disappear for a while. Personally, I would love to know what all of his life was like because I can imagine that it was so random to a point that, you know, it was like, oh, geez, what would you get into today? Well, I went here. Or would you go this way? I mean, he uh, was a carpenter, which means he probably was doing random all over the place. All over the place. Yeah, he, he was. Oh, I'm going to build this table for you? Okay. Yeah. I'm going to build this I mean, one. it had to have been amazing. I mean, to really see. Uh, I mean, you know, kind of shout out to the series Chosen. I mean, the, the series Chosen. I need, they, to, they, wa- I need to watch all the of them. The ones that I've seen, they do a really good job at depicting the you idea. You really got to finish that series. Yeah. It's a, that's an incredible series. It is an incredible series. It's free. Yeah. Go watch it. Yeah. Seriously. It's incredible. There's two seasons. Soon to be three. So, but yeah, the, you know, but again, when you look at how Jesus operated, it really doesn't match what we know as church mm-hmm. at all. And, and that's what I'm getting at is we need to get back to the roots of the scripture and understand the, the again, discernment by um, for, for the love of God, ask, ask the spirit of God for discernment. You know, yeah. If you're listening to this for the love of God, please do. It's that simple. I mean, cause yeah. Cause as soon as you hear this, you're like, Oh, you want to, you want your eyes open? I'll let you open. I'll open your eyes. That's that's what he'll do. And you'll start seeing things differently and feeling things differently. Like, Oh boy, I didn't realize I was involved in this all these years. 
But the, fair warning. Yeah, no. Truth is difficult sometimes. It is difficult, but, but the, necessary. Here, but here's the thing: when your eyes open and you start seeing the truth, He will also give you the means to start bringing the change or bringing the uh, bring the. He's not going to say you're not you're not going to be a condemnating Christian going, oh well, this is wrong, this is wrong. No, okay, yeah, that's not that's not right. But can, maybe we can start doing this over here, right? Um. You know, so, you know, and the spirit will work differently in every place. So if any pastor that might be listening to this right now, let me just say this. If any, any pastor listening, you're like, well, man, you're just kind of destroying the idea of getting together on a Sunday morning. I mean, really, I mean, in some ways we kind of have, you know, but here, but here's I'll be the, the truth. first to say it. Yes. Yes. But here's the truth. Ask the spirit what he really wants you to do. What should it look like? Let me give you an example. Well, then the scripture say, and they gathered up a room. They had fifty songs waiting on the Holy Ghost to show up. And well, no, that's not what they did. They got this guy gathered up a room. They just waited. I bet it was it was probably quiet. Maybe except for a few prayers, maybe a few conversations. But they were just waiting, and waiting, and waiting on Pentecost. And all of a sudden, the Spirit brought on what was meant to be, not man bringing on, because they were allowing. They were waiting for him to make the move. Exactly. Okay, hold on. Ready for this? When they did, when they dedicated the temple in the Old Testament, uh, they did it. For the, yeah, they were doing things, but God entered the temple and they could barely stand. They they were in such it was such awe. It was, the Shekinah glory came in and filled this whole whole temple because they couldn't move. There was a overwhelm. It was an overwhelming peace and awe. Mm-hmm. And in some ways, you could say being terrified for a good in a good way. In other words, like I, I can't move because this is God and wow. Just that I can do nothing but lay here and just the creator be in of the all. entire universe is right here. And be in all. See that that when when the spirit of God truly is in a place. And what I mean by in a place, he's always around us. But when he makes, he him, makes himself known he makes himself known. That's right. When he makes himself known, there will be an amazing all. Oh, you'll know. Yeah, there, oh, there's the, no when, doubt. When the Spirit of God makes himself known, you will know. Yeah, and every demon that's present will be made known too. They're exposed. They're, they, they, will, they will freak out. Mm-hmm. Just like they freaked out in front of Jesus every time. What do you want to do with me? It's not our time yet. To throw some of these pigs over here. And that was legion. That was legion. Not just one demon, but many. So, you know, there, there's all that. Okay, so but the I don't I don't know if we really I think we hit most of everything. But yeah. the biggest thing I think we go home from this is discernment. At your homes. Yeah. <laughs> discernment. We need it. Very important. Yep. Life changing. Literally could change the course of history. Yep. And we cannot be emotional in worship. It it is not real. Getting emotional happens. What yeah, I mean what I mean, I mean by like, that is and let me let me explain what I mean by that. And if you want to add to it, add to it. But what I mean by that is, is don't, don't go. Okay, I'm going to work myself up to just you praise the Lord, Hallelujah. You know, no. And it, but it, but if, if you're if you're in worship and you know experiencing an emotion, experiencing is emotion one thing different. Yeah. Acting out in an emotion is different. Yeah, yeah. So being in, in spirit, spirit and spirit, and in truth. In you, other words, you can absolutely experience the Holy Spirit through music in an emotional way. But that is mainly caused because you are allowing it to happen. Right. That's what people understand. Right. 
but it's not because a certain set of songs were played. No, it wasn't about the song. It wasn't about the music. It was because it was that one moment where you thought that this is what you needed to make it happen, and you were allowing it to happen, and the Holy Spirit is able to take advantage. Maybe, now, I shouldn't use the word advantage, but yeah, take advantage of that moment. Yeah. Well, one of, one of the, I guess one it's of the, a misperception. Yeah, one of the things that I, I stressed a lot as a teacher over the years was if you really want to worship God, then just stand in silence and wait for him to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Nothing else matters. The music doesn't matter. The atmosphere mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Speaking. What's yeah. Song? You know, I mean, nothing matters. Yeah. 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 It was like calling back to the heart of worship. Heart of worship. That's a classic song there, but yeah, yeah. heart of worship. That's a great song. But it's true that that was actually a truthful song. Um, that's, yeah, that's actually a pretty on point song. Yeah, because I mean, literally at the end of the day, story. because at the end of the day, think about it. When you, you know, when we, I don't know what it's like to die, and what I mean by die, not necessarily the the action of death, but when you cross over, what the experience is like. But I can imagine that it's probably solemn until you arrive. Wherever to heaven, straight or where, just know, silence. It's probably a sheer silence of absolute. When the music fades. Total, like, everything stopped. Mm-hmm. And you're on your way to meet the maker. Like an absolute, just like, and, all right. I mean, some people have talked about near life experience, death experiences, etc. There's plenty of them out there. Yeah, and I mean, you they kind of describe that a little bit. Of yeah. Just, you know, kind of it a, was like, just, just, like everything, nothing mattered. Just zone straight out. You just, like, you know, when you say, my life flashed from my eyes kind of thing, that's what that is. It's just a solemn silence. And... You know, sometimes I think God just wants us to stop and just listen. Mm-hmm. Be still and know he is God. You know, so there are many ways of worship, but being emotional to hype it up. Hype is not the way to go. You know, it, it is, it's fake and it brings on different types of spirits. Yep. Uh, do you have anything else you want to add to it? We've talked about so much tonight. Oh, I'm, I think we have covered all of our bases. We went through the whole music thing. I got this. I got out what I wanted to say about that. Um, but yeah, the end of the day, it real. It's genuinely discernment. Ask for discernment. That's that's the takeaway out of this yeah. this hour and fourteen minute Cause video. Even, as John said, dear friends. I mean, think about how he's dear friends. He's just being. You're genuine. my friends. He's like, hey, listen. Don't believe every spirit. Just telling you because listen, you're gonna be manipulated if not. Yeah, but test the spirit, see whether they are from God. Very, That's, very important. He was, all he was saying was, "Is look, not everything's going to be God, and we don't have necessarily always the means to understand what we see. Test it. Know this from God. Yeah. I mean, I had a dream one time that there were certain beings that came to me, and I immediately asked him in the dream. I was coherent in the dream. I said, to whom do you serve? You know, whose allegiance do you lie? Yeah. And they admitted the Christ. They admitted to. They admitted to the Trinity. They admitted to the Christ. They admitted to God, and and that is literally line of scripture here, where they reckon they, they recognize the, they recognize God, like we are from the Father, you know. And you know, it's like okay, I'll listen to you. you know, I've had a similar experience, you know? and the allegiance was not in God, and then it all had to shut down. But yeah, and there was a rebuking that happened. So yeah, it's, it's very similar. Sem- yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. there was a very. I, I think one of these days we might share some. Let's have a dream podcast. We're talking about different different types of dreams and different different things that you should do when you're lucid in a dream. 
Because dreams sometimes are very much a God thing. And sometimes they're or a train, demon thing. Or a demon thing. But sometimes they're to train us. Other times they're to make us aware of things that we shouldn't be messing with anyways. Yep. So, But that's another story for that's another time. story. All right. So don't forget, please like and subscribe if you haven't done so already. And also, please share please. the podcast. Especially this one. This one probably is going to get a little heat, but that's okay. We're okay with that. I'm okay with that, right? Yeah, you're okay with it? I'm totally chill yeah, with it. Yeah. The whole point is to bring me heat. Yeah, yeah. I'm just tired Honestly. of pretending. Yep. No more pretending. That's supposed to be the whole point of this is just yep. be real. Yep. So just like and share, pass it along. Hope you enjoy. If you've got any questions, uh, send us an email and, at info at dovesedge.com. Yep. What he said. Yep. That's, that's correct. And anything else? Yeah, I think that's it. Okay. Ask for discernment. There you go. There's your homework. Yeah, there's your homework. (laughs) See you next time. All right. See you.